Hi, this is Yvonne Brown, and this is a JADcast, produced by JAD Communications International, the organization that helps women to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve their highest potential at www.jadcommunications.com. Welcome. I was born in Kingston, Jamaica, before the West Indies won independence from Britain. I went to Catholic school starting in kindergarten where I attended St. Anne's Primary School. I led a very sheltered childhood and was very active in the church choir and the Catholic youth organization. After winning a scholarship, I attended Immaculate Conception High School, an all-girls school and convent where I spent my high school years surrounded by nuns. My dad left Jamaica for America when my brother was one year old and my mother was carrying me. My mother emigrated to the United States when I was only three months old and left me with my grandparents. I was to have left for America with her, but my mother's visa came when I was three months old, and since I did not have a visa, I could not accompany her. My dad emigrated to America to attend college for his degree in electrical engineering and to search for a better life for himself and his family. The plan was to send for my brother and me within the year. The reality was that I did not receive my visa until 17 years later. Frankly, each year my parents had another child for a total of eight more children, and the funds that should have brought Donnie and me to the United States was instead used for medical expenses. I did not know it at the time, but this was a blessing in disguise. Growing up on the island, we did not have television or even a telephone and in my opinion, we didn't need them, as there was so much to do anyway. We did have the radio, though, and so we're not completely cut off from the world. I loved books, and reading became my means of travel to exotic places and to learning and self-growth. Some of my favorite books were The Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand, Brave New World by Aldous Huxley, and since I was an English Lit major, many of the works of William Shakespeare. We had the Tivoli Movie Theater for entertainment, and along with Ayn Rand, Aldous Huxley, and Shakespeare, I could dream and learn about the possibilities for my future. My grandparents were strong, proud people who taught me that I could do anything I set my mind to. They told me that I was smart and that if I ever wanted to do anything in life, I should just go for it because there is nothing worse in life then sitting at the end of the journey saying, I coulda, I woulda, I shoulda. That, they told me, is truly a waste of life. They also told me, some things can only be accomplished while you're young, so go for them while you can. If you fail, it doesn't matter, for at least you will have tried. This philosophy is part of my mindset to this day, and my typical approach to life and its difficulties. I tend to take the leap of faith and trust in the universe, and I encourage you to do the same. My grandfather was called Baba because he was once a barber and owned several barber shops. Baba was a self-made man. He was orphaned at a very early age. Yet through his daring, he found a way to travel from Jamaica to Nicaragua and experience lifestyles and cultures outside of the island. He became an entrepreneur, owning several barber shops all over the island and had several employees in each shop working for him. Baba was a real character who could be seen riding a motorcycle around the island from barbershop to barbershop, picking up his daily revenue, 
in cash with a pistol on his hip. He did this even when he was in his sixties, so I can just imagine how wild he must have been as a young man in those decades before I was born. He never learned how to read or write, and like most illiterate business people, found ways to keep it hidden from his employees and business partners. Nevertheless, Baba ruled his domain. My grandmother Gong Gong was an imposing woman of over six feet tall, with a formidable presence to match. She was part Arawak Indian and a true Jamaican. She could ride a horse bareback and swim with the current in a natural whirlpool. Her parents died when she was about 14 years old. She and Baba became a couple in their teens, and though they married others later, they remained close for their entire life. My mother was their only child. Gongong was also an entrepreneur who owned a bar in the days when women did not own their own businesses. In fact, in those days, American women were not even allowed to vote, to have their own credit cards, or get patents for their inventions. Gongong not only owned her own bar, but she was the bouncer. She could whip any man there in a fair fight, and though good-natured, took no guff from anybody. Despite her innate toughness, Gong Gong was a real fashion plate. I mean, she really loved to dress up. She would often wear a pretty dress, matching shoes, big floppy hat, and white gloves. The whole dressing up bit became a tradition that I still carry on today. I love floppy hats, and have many. And while white gloves have gone out of style, I still love to dress up. Gong Gong was strong-willed, beautiful, and smart and I miss her very much. The dream of coming to America was 17 years old when my visa finally came through. Filled with excitement, I readied myself to reach the shores of the country where the streets are paved with gold. It was April when I arrived and still very cold in New York's LaGuardia Airport. Exiting the plane, I was a 17-year-old dreamer in a big floppy hat, high-heeled pumps, and a pink sheath with sheer pink organza coat. I shivered in the cold wind and sought out the mother I could only recall having seen once in my life. My mother had brought a lovely leopard skin coat to the airport, and as I wrapped and snuggled myself into it, I thought how lucky I was to have finally made it to America. With high expectations, I went home with the mother I barely knew to meet the brothers and sisters who had been born in America, all eight of whom I had never met before. Buy the book at jadcommunications.com. Self-Creation, 10 Powerful Principles for Changing Your Life, contains this and other anecdotes, as well as guidance to help you on your journey.